Hey everyone, how are we doing? How are we feeling? How's your week been? Um, for me, it is Tuesday. It is 8.17pm. I have had a full day of school. That is right, everyone. I stayed in school for a full day, which has not happened in over two weeks, which is kind of crazy. Um, and I, I, I'm exhausted. I did not understand the whole day, I'll be honest. The lessons did not make complete sense. However, <laughs> I stayed for the full day. Some would say that's not worth it, staying for a full day. If you don't understand the lesson, surely you should understand the lessons and not do a full day. However, we're not going to dive into that currently. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a full day. I am exhausted. I slept when I got home, but oh well, it's fine. Um, but how's your day been? How are you feeling? What is the current feeling, emotion, state of well-being going on? Um, today I have, right, this is not going to sound professional at all, but once again I am a 16 year old in my bedroom making a podcast, so you know, there's um, reason to say that this isn't professional either. <laughs> um, today I have quite literally got my phone notes app open and I have, I wrote this down last night, um, when I wasn't feeling great and I titled it anger and I decided that's got what we're going to talk about today um and I would say I would say it is unprofessional to not have written, written this out properly in like proper form and know what I'm going to talk about exactly but I want to have a real conversation with you guys I want to talk about this because I think it is something that I, I know for uh, personally I do um but I'm sure others do as well, the anger when you're chronically ill, or mentally ill for that matter, and you don't have control, and you don't have answers, and you're just struggling in life in general, so I guess it could go for anyone really, but um, you know obviously I talk from chronically ill perspective, so that's what it's going to be about, but anger, I want to talk about the anger that comes with being ill, because I think it is something that we don't chat about enough, um, maybe it's because everyone wants to pretend everything's nice and fun and happy, when that isn't always the case in life, which is, I think that should be allowed, that we don't always, we don't always have to be happy, um, and not make a big deal about it, I am ill, every day, all day, every day, I'm not gonna be happy, and rainbows and sparkles 24-7, am I, you know, and I think we should be allowed to have our down days, and that's kind of what I'm gonna talk about today, and I want to be honest, and I want to be open, and that's why I have a very minimal plan in front of me, because I just want to chat from what comes to mind. So I hope you guys enjoy. If you've never heard my voice before, then I want to quickly introduce myself and this podcast. So hi, I'm Millie, here I post on the Tired Society every Wednesday, and I just chat about life of chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide range of topics and subjects, so even if you don't have that chronic illness specifically, I'm sure you're related in some way. Maybe you don't have any chronic illness, and in which case, you're just as important and just as valuable here, and just as welcome, because I would love you to hear and listen and educate yourself on what our life is like, what our situation is like because it is so important and it would just be such a supportive thing you can do and just educate yourself is so important so it would mean a lot but anyway 
Chronic fatigue syndrome is a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness along with many, many other symptoms such as brain fog, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain, and many, many others which I can't even think of the top of my head. Brain fog is one of them. That just came to mind. Um, and they range from person to person. Some people some people are bedbound and housebound and can't work and can't see friends and can't manage anything. Others, like me, I can manage school. I can see friends. Um, but is a struggle and my illness restricts me a lot. I miss school a lot. I can't always hang out and it it really does control my life. So there is a big scale and it, like I said, it ranges, but it's a very restrictive illness which does not get enough coverage in the media. Not enough people know about it. It's a very hard illness to live with and there's not enough research done into it, which is why I do this podcast to bring awareness and bring support and help others feel less alone as I did when I first got ill. So I'm going to get right on with the episode. I hope you guys enjoy and make sure to stay till the end. Okay, so my problem is I... I have so much anger from the loss of be from like the loss I've felt from being ill, from all the things I've missed out on, things I've not been able to do that my illness has stopped me from doing. Um, and for me personally, I'm not an angry person. You know, I don't like yell and I don't punch and I don't. I like I don't know what it is. I I can't. It just doesn't. It doesn't help me. It doesn't fit right with me. I'm not an angry person, I just don't do it, you know, even in arguments, I don't yell, I don't scream or anything like that, I, I sit there and have a conversation, even if someone else is yelling at me, I will sit there and, you know, do a full-on conversation, um, I just don't do yelling, screaming, fighting, any of that stuff, I don't do it, and so then I don't have anywhere to put this anger and let it out, um, and I find that is really hard, specifically because then where does it go it's just kind of built up isn't it and um (laughs) I have um, one of my favorite movies and it's a comfort movie it's also probably an unhealthy movie for me to watch because I watch it when I'm feeling rubbish probably for the purpose of feeling rubbish because I don't know if it's that I can relate to someone who's also feeling rubbish in the film or if it's to make myself feel worse in a way I'm not quite sure um but I do it anyway, whenever I'm feeling kind of rubbish, I put on this movie, and it is a comfort movie, but it also might be an unhealthy one, um, and it's called Adult Life Skills, and it stars Jodie Whittaker, and I love it, and she's really good in it, um, and there's a scene where she has, like, her character has this big breakdown, and she lets everything in she's been holding in, and everything like that, and when I see that, it's like, that is what I want to do, that is what I need to be able to do to let it out, and just have I yell about it and you know sometimes late at night I'm like right I need to do this I need to just like even like talk like just venting about it I don't know what it is I just really struggle to do it which is why I find this podcast so helpful for me personally because it's a way for me to get out everything that's going on in my life and talk about it in a safe place but um I don't know when it comes to it I just really struggle letting out my emotion and everything in person with people um which is a struggle because <laughs> I do it online so much. You'd think I'd be great at it in real life. Apparently not. Um, and I'd like to say I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for advice, which I know people who listen to this are very supportive. And I know you won't be thinking, you know, oh, she's an attention seeker because there's no, of course, that's not what I'm doing. Um, but, you know, it's just, I find that, well, I, I personally think people will relate to this, that just the anger about losing so much 
because we are we're restricted for what our Ill- why are we ill like what was the purpose and it is really frustrating and um i don't know i i don't know if that movie is a way for me to let out the way i'm feeling i'm not sure i i watch it when i'm feeling angry i guess at the world for my illness i suppose um i'm not sure i i mean i guess it is but um I don't know. I feel like it's a way for me to channel my anger and let it out through the film because obviously I don't let it out but Jodie's character does and I guess I kind of relate in it that way. But um, can we please be allowed to be angry? We're, I, I'm on my fifth, like this year, coming up to my fifth year of being ill which is really depressing when you think about it. I've been ill for five years. I've, my illness has been restricting me for five years of my life. That's half a decade I've been ill for, which is kind, that's kind of weird when you think about it. Like, that is... Oh my God, it's so weird. Like, I was... I was healthy. I was fine. I was doing school. I was doing swimming. I was doing... I, I mean, I was in guides. I was... I did, you know, sports. I did I did stuff that now thinking about I couldn't ever do, which is really upsetting and aggravating and it's a bit ridiculous honestly. Sorry. I I feel like my points aren't quite making sense. I've had a very busy day. But the thing is, it's like you know, I had a <laughs> I count today as a busy day. I had one full day. That was my busy day. I've not had a full day in two weeks because the rest of the two weeks, I've not even been able to manage what over one lesson. Like, I do one lesson and I go straight home for the last two weeks, which is absolutely ridiculous. The fact that that's what I've been managing. Like, how how is that fair? You know, that's that's my problem with it. In what world is that how it's fair? And, you know... I personally don't believe in, I don't have a religion, um, not that I believe anyone is wrong for having a religion, everyone believes what they like, um, I just personally haven't ever connected with one, but, um, I, I mean, you know, I brought, I was brought up in a school that was, um, talked about Christianity a lot and everything like that, and I just kind of think to myself sometimes, why if if there is a god if there is a religion that is true or i i don't know exactly but if there is some higher being or whatever why would it why would this happen that's my problem because i get the circle of life with people dying and being born and everything and i get that but why make people ill at such a young age with an illness that doesn't kill them which sound that that sounds really depressing, don't get me wrong. But for people with chronic fatigue syndrome, some people, the quality of life is so low that it's heartbreaking to see. And it's like, what why 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 is there an illness for which the quality of life is so low that in the most sensitive way I can put it why are we still here? In the if that makes sense. If I'm not trying to be like too full on or anything, 
but if you can see my point, like it is for those who are completely bed bound and I've seen people online who are bed bound and can't stand the touch of their loved ones, like even on like just like brushing their arm, they can't stand sunlight, they can't stand sound, all this other stuff, they wear headphones, they wear sunglasses in the dark constantly. How is that fair? You know, I, in what world is that a fair situation, I guess? Um, I hope you can see my point with that. I hope that's not too full on. But you can see why we would get angry about that, about the fact that this can be our situation and what is just meant to last for life, this is just meant to be it. Like, like, re- no one's doing research as well. I mean, I know there is research going into um, long COVID, which hopefully will then impact chronic fatigue syndrome um, research, as it is very, it's, it's apparently very, very similar, um, which would be very, very helpful. However, why has there been no research beforehand for these people who, I mean, for us, of course, as well, but those people who can't live because of this illness which isn't killing them it's just keeping them hostage it's like it's literally trapping them in this like prison of their body and there's nothing being done about it I find that absolutely ridiculous and I find it I find it disgraceful that that can just happen and it does happen because simply our voices can't be heard because we are ill because we are trapped um you know, we can't go and do all these big protests and make a big noise and everything like that because we're not well enough to. And that gets me angry as well then because we're, nothing's happening because people aren't seeing us and how are we meant to be seen if we're too ill and it's just an unending cycle of everything being unfair. And it's... it's The problem is it's so... I feel like it's so deep-rooted in society now I don't know how it can change because, you know, people hear fatigue, I often think they just tell us to get more sleep, don't they? Honestly, I could talk for a long time about all the problems there are in the world to do with chronic illness, chronic fatigue syndrome, in general, but, um, you know, it's like education system, there's problems, there's problems with how it's managed, how is it, how it's tested, how we're expected to be in school even though we're not well enough to be, how it, how it's built in general, you know, people are, it's built for people who are well enough to be in class, to do the revision, to do the tests, and that's not us, and then there's, you know, work follows a similar pattern of just, you know, being there, you've got to be present and be there, and, you know, you're meant to work for however many years, and everything like that, and it's, it's a rubbish system, I'll be honest with you, it sounds horrible, but it's, you know, medical research. Where's that? Why is that missing? Why why is this missing in the world? It's not fair because I did um I did statistic research research recently. Um let me give give me a second. I will bring that up right now and I will read that what I found to you. Okay. So I may have I may have mentioned this statistic and everything before. I'm not too sure, but um even if I haven't, I will mention it again. 
because I, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, okay, so it's believed that 10 to 25% of people with ME-CFS have it severe and are bedbound. Now, let me put that into perspective. So it's believed that there are between 17 and 24 million people worldwide who suffer with ME-CFS. Those are only the ones that will, like that's the estimated diagnosed. Of course, there are so many more that won't be diagnosed because doctors do not believe it. Maybe they don't have access to the healthcare to be able to be diagnosed and everything like that. There are so many situations which that number is not even close to being accurate. However, so 10% is the lowest estimate of people who have severe ME. And then 17 million people is the lowest estimate of people in the world who have ME. At the lowest percentage of people estimated to be severe and lowest percent, lowest estimate of amount of people who are ill with CFS ME, that's 10% of 17 million people. And that is 1,700,000 people. That is 1,700,000 people who are believed to have ME-CFS severely to the point of being bedbound. Bedbound, it, the quality of life, like for so many people who are bedbound, is so like poor. It's such a poor quality of life. And it is so unfair that that is such a big number of people, man. 1,700,000 people. Are believed to be diagnosed with ME-CFS and have it severely. And of course that doesn't even count the amount of people that aren't diagnosed. You cannot tell me I don't have a right to be angry. You cannot tell me we don't have a right to be angry. You cannot tell me that the medical research system, the whole thing is missing. Like it is missing research. It is missing a key part of the research that it needs to do. Why are they not researching it? Why are they not finding answers? Why are they not looking into it more? It's unfair. It's unfair. And we deserve better. All those people deserve better. And it is... It's unfair. I have here... I have a brief kind of understanding of what um, those who suffer severe ME um, suffer with, because obviously that is not my personal experience. However, I have what I found from online, struggles with brushing teeth, washing face, going to the toilet. The people who are in, they're in constant pain, they can't manage any light or sound, some can't stand the touch of their loved ones. And it's just, you know, there are so many, so, so many limitations, physically, mentally, for every single activity they do, and it is so unfair, and there is nothing being done about it, and that, that is, oh my god, is a whole reason to be angry on its own, man. Okay, everyone, today was a short episode, but I've had a big day, I'm exhausted, um, I hope you guys enjoyed, if you did, don't forget I'm back here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode, so make sure to come back, check back, I hope you're having a good week. Um, if you're not, then I, I hope soon it turns around, but I know how hard it can be. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Come back next week for another episode on the Tired Society. Bye everyone.